Hello once again. I thought I would take the liberty today to begin a little differently. John Prine passed away yesterday in 1971. He wrote Angel from Montgomery. Uh, he said the uh, setting was Montgomery because that's where Hank Williams was from. This is Susan Tedeschi. Not a bad way to begin any day. Um, music really ministers to me in all kind of different ways. It speaks to my heart. And I th really think that, uh, well, as a preacher, a communicator over the past couple of decades, I've become convinced that uh, very few people speak to the human heart and speak about the human condition the way that singer-songwriters do. Um, some are Christians, some are not, but so many of them are able uh, to capture in words and, of course, in music that, that tends to uh, open our hearts up uh, just the way of the world. And uh, that's not always a redemptive word, but, but it is a word of truth quite often. And it's something that can actually make us much more sympathetic to the plight of man and make us much more... Uh, sensitive uh, to what's going on in our own hearts. Uh, in listening to John Prine's music the past day and also just considering some of these things, I couldn't help but uh, remember uh, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 11, which says, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and settings of silver. And then Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5 where we read, the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And I think those two proverbs go really well together. Of course, uh, the ultimate word fitly spoken, uh, the ultimate apple of gold in a setting of silver, so to speak, is the word of God. And by that, of course, we don't simply mean uh, symbols on a page, but we mean the Word of God made flesh, Jesus Christ himself. And of course, it's he alone uh, who plums the depths uh, of the heart of man. And he does so, and I really think he's able to do so, because Jesus doesn't uh, plumb the depths of our hearts in order to destroy, in order to condemn, but in order to save. In fact, he goes to the heart of man, which is the source of every storm that there is, and he speaks words of peace, and he says to the wind and the waves um, of our fears, uh, peace.
be still. I think that singer-songwriters also testify in the use of their gifts just to the wonder of our Maker and our Redeemer. And, and there's something about song. Uh, Martin Luther said that a world without music was really not fit to be lived in. He had no interest in it. Well, I think it's because he, like us, was made for song. We're made to sing. We're made to be sung to. J.R.R. Tolkien in uh, The Silmarillion, his series of writings that actually are, are like prequels to The Lord of the Rings, um, in, in that he portrays the world as being sung into being. And it's such not only a beautiful picture, but I think it, it, it's perhaps a really uh, thoughtful exegesis of Genesis 1, for Genesis 1 is nothing if it isn't rhythmic. Now, we're redeemed, uh, the scriptures tell us, in the same way that the world and us were created, and that is by the word of God. The word went forth at the beginning, and the word goes forth, as we just mentioned at the end, the word made flesh, and it's Jesus himself who redeems us. Thereby, it's not inappropriate. Actually, it's entirely appropriate to consider Jesus to be the finest song ever sung. Is this not why the gospel, when it enters our ears, it, it echoes through the chambers of our hearts and in the, in the power of God, which is the power of love, that is the power of the blood of Christ. It, it, it takes our hearts of stone and, and the sonic boom of the gospel just shatters that stone and the love of God then renews us from the inside out. And hopefully that's what will happen this Holy Week, this very different Holy Week uh, that we are about to experience that the Lord in, in a, a special way, perhaps because it will be different, will renew our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, perhaps like never before. Uh, one other song that I would like to uh, just close with today by John Prine is a song called The Speed of the Sound of Loneliness, where Prine says, you come home late and you come home early. You come home big when you're feeling small. You come home straight and you come home curly. <laughs> Sometimes you don't come home at all. So what in the world's come over you? And what in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness. You're out there running just to be on the run. Of course, my hope is that, like me, your testimony is that the Lord has reached us with his song of mercy and grace while we were just out there running to be on the run and he, he stopped us and turned us and brought us back home and now is teaching us what it truly means to run, what it truly means to sing, what it truly means to listen to his own words and be renewed by them. I'll end or we'll go out today with Nancy Griffith singing Speed of the Sound of Loneliness.
home early You come on big when you're feeling small You come home straight and you come home curly Sometimes you don't come home at all So what in the world's come over And what in heaven's name have you done You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness You're out there running just to be on the run I got a heart that burns with a fever And I got a worried and a jealous mind well, How can a love that'll last forever I get left so far behind So what in the world's come over What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness You're out there running just to be on the run